everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 175 of NASCAR Radio. We're trading cards and racing meat. I'm your pal Val, and with me is the man, the myth, the legend, PSA, and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. Logan, how are you? I feel like I'm hanging out with the king. Awesome. Let's see, I guess we should thank our sponsor, Panini America. Do some shout-outs. Of course, we want to welcome some new subscribers. Francisco Javier Mota, welcome aboard. And also Victor Santiago Jr., also welcome aboard. Yep. Uh, if you'll subscribe to the YouTube channel, we will uh, give you a special shout-out. We appreciate it very much. I guess we do some more shout-outs, too. Uh, to AJ West, 92, Michael Haggard, Jason Freeman, Butch Oreo, uh, Kyle Katz, Beans, Ball Car Blog, West, Texas Cars, Cards, Comics, and Pit Road Network for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. Had some good discussion last week in the chat for last week's episode. And I've uh, got a great show for everybody today. Had some breaking news. Uh, happen here for IndyCar trading cards. So uh, excited to uh, see that, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Prime, first off the line, released, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. At the NASCAR Hall of Fame, they are inducting the latest three members. So we'll go over the three, kind of remind everybody, and their rookie cards, and then we'll finish the show with Kings Court. Yep, and also if you notice, I've got some a different background this week. I'm actually at the NASCAR Radio mothership. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that as well. So <laughs> yes, um, we will. All right, is there anything else we want to do before we get started? Oh, I guess not. All right, let's uh, jump real quick. Uh, remind everybody when the next races are: the Craftsman Truck Series. Next race is going to be fresh from Florida 250. That's going to be the Daytona International Speedway. And that's going to be Friday, February 16th at 7.30 p.m. Moving on to Xfinity, their first race will be Beef. It's What's for Dinner 300, also at Daytona on Saturday, February 17th. The cup race, number one, will be the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. That's going to be in Los Angeles Coliseum. That's Sunday, February 4th. So... That's coming up. F1, we got to wait a bit, a little bit longer. The Bar Bahrain Grand Prix is going to be March 1st. IndyCar Series first race will be March 10th. So a little bit of time here, but it's getting closer as we count down the days. So, yeah, I can't wait, man. It's going to be cool. Awesome. Yes. Um, get get back into the swing of things there. Um, with all the with all the uh, different circuits, so it's and, been a okay, fun off season, but I'm looking forward to cars on the track. Oh yeah, and then all the different releases too for cards, because again, you know, we're trading cards and racing meat. So, and speaking of that, the so we know about Prime, it's still on track for January 24th. So next week that should hit, and Chronicles looks like is set for February 7th. But that's subject to change. So, and I was thinking about we'll go talk about Prime. We'll go to we'll talk. Um, 
IndyCar first here. So let me share my screen. So shout out to Ken. He kind of brought this to our attention. Uh, IndyCar had their media days, production days. Um, what was it? La last week, I guess it was. And one of the drivers showed a card and some the Eagle Eye uh, IndyCar guys, card collectors, saw that and uh, mentioned that. So it's going to be from Parkside. Yep. And, and right now, basically, there's not a lot of information up. So I probably wasn't the best coordinated re uh, release or unveiling. Uh, maybe they kind of jumped it there with the media thing, but that that's really cool. Super excited. So we don't know about uh, size of a checklist or how packout's going to be, or if it's complete sets, or if there's going to be autos. I'm assuming there'll be autos, and then how many. So a lot of excitement there. They're getting their first uh, major release set, I guess you would say, since 2007. What was that Rittenhouse, I believe it was? Yeah, and just think some mem cards. That'll be cool. Hopefully, hopefully there'll be mem cards in there. I'm sure there will be. Well, yeah, you know, sky's the limit. So <laughs> it's a big, uh, you know, just could be anything. Love it. You know, some relics, fire suits, all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know Ken's going to be excited. Yeah, that we were always been talking about kind of that's been underserved. And, we'll, and this will show. If there's a demand for it or not, um, I'm hoping it, there is, and this is will we'll stick and we'll get you know sets year after year. Uh, but I definitely have to give a shout out to Chip Canassi Racing last year releasing their kind of surprise, uh, or maybe I would say a team set that they produced with the packs and random autographs in there, a hundred of each. I think there was five uh, autograph subjects there, and I think it was like a almost a 30 card set it and it's a tough it was a tough set to build um i'm still missing some cards yeah me too but they did a great job on it so i'm hoping well you know hope that uh, that was some of the inspiration there and, and now they get a big massive set so and those packs sold out quick so i would, I would expect demand to be pretty good for this so i wish Looked i, well, I, I could have bought more honestly yeah, I still I think about ten or twenty packs. Yeah, I think you did. I think you got like what twenty packs. I, I don't. Like I, maybe it was ten. I, I don't know. It was, but there were a lot of fun. I think I and I think I won a pack. I got one. I think on that's still sealed. Yeah, you did win that pack off of social media. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah, I left it sealed. So probably not too many of those sealed ones left. I know Ken has a few. So yeah, I busted all five of mine. A lot of fun. Okay. And uh, so that was it for Parkside. And when we find out more information, trust me, we'll, we'll let you know. And then let me share my screen again. Uh, there it goes. Right there. And so here, here we have Prime. So Prime... First of the lines sold. Uh, me and Logan were kind of preoccupied with production day, so I didn't get to watch uh, those prices. But I think I started at 500 and then went down to 250. Now I've heard, and I have, yeah, I have not confirmed this, that um, they'd gone down to 250 for maybe a few minutes before the time ran out. But those included 
uh, a purple parallel, three to less of impossible autos. So, and on the Panini site, they have coming soon regular boxes of primes. Again, there's seven cards per pack. You get one pack a box. Look for three autograph, three memorabilia, and one base or base parallel per box on average. So those will be uh, coming here, dropping next week, and you'll be able to. Uh, they're available on you know the big three and and other places as well. Uh, and we just go through. And we went through the sales sheet oh, a while ago, but just to kind of go through and show some of these screens uh, with images here and that are the mockups. They had the NASCAR Hall of Fame logo there. They're showing that with the Jeff Gordon. Some of the relics, names, and tires. That's really cool. I think that's first. Mm -hmm. Dual signatures. That's another example. And then, of course, everybody loves the jumbo patch. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think it's going to be a 100-card base set, kind of like what they've had in the past in like 2018 and 2019. So I, that's what I would assume because we haven't seen the checklist yet. Right. We did did look before the show. The checklist was not out yet. Uh, when that becomes available, we'll let folks know and, and we'll dig through there to see what kind of if there's rookies or, or not or if there's any other uh, subsets or something like that. So it's a big set to chase uh, with I one mean, base. Yeah, when you get one one card per pack, that's that's going to be that's a toughie. Yeah, and we got some of these race hues. So they're, they're, it's looking well. Prime is always a beautiful product. So yeah, and it's going to be a busy like probably next month, six weeks, two months for racing card releases. So hopefully everything will go on schedule. Everything will fall out just like it should, and we're going to have a lot of stuff that we can buy, a lot of stuff we can trade. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It Hopefully we have a whole a lot of product coming out between now and the national. So yep, for sure. Gotta get through gotta get through all that 2023 product and get on to the 2024 Dunras. Yeah, because I mean we we uh, still gotta get to NT. Once we get to NT, we'll actually get to 2024. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Uh, and I'm curious to see those first up the line, those purples, what they look like, and uh, some of that. Uh, I got you know, again, when they release the check checklist, we will see uh, what that encompasses. So, yeah, I would like to think in the next two or three days, we'll probably start seeing some of these purple uh, inserts from first off the line. So, it'll be cool to see what they look like. You know, in, I don't know if you mentioned or not, but there's going to be autographs and the, the base cards as well. I did Pretty cool. a little bit. Yeah. It's a beautiful looking product. So I'm looking forward to that. Price point is about 250 I think we've seen on the big three. Yeah. Um, I looked at it earlier. I think Steel City and Blowout had it 250 and David Adams had it 259.95. So that's what I saw. Okay. Uh, let's see. Anything else on Prime? I'll go to NASCAR Hall of Fame. Yep, that's tomorrow night, or as we speak, it'll be the night of this this drops. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the new 2024 class, which 
just remind everybody, Dave, Dave Yells, right? Donnie Allison, Jack Knauss, and seven-time champion Jimmy Johnson. So we thought we'd go through and, uh, you know, revisit their cards and their rookie cards. Um, some of the folks, a lot of people know Jimmy Johnson, those rookie cards, but Donnie Allison. Donnie, yeah, Donnie Elson and Chad Kanaz, uh might not be as much, and they don't have a, a lot of a lot of rookies. But with Donnie Allison, it's the 1989 Max. They had those a uh, little subset in there with those gray bordered cards. Uh, so his uh, rookie cards there, and then in the 1989 90 TG. Racing, Masters of Racing, three cards in there. Cards 191, 192, and 193. And those are the three right there. Yeah, those are cool cards. And I love those images, man. Especially that that old Die Guard card down there, that Heartbreaker. So that's in the Gold series, right? If I remember right. Uh, yes, I believe so. So that's going to come in that like factory box. And that's also going to have the Wendell Scott and Herschel McGriff in there. So that's actually yep. a pretty good little set. Yeah, I enjoy that set. Plus, you know, if you read the backs, you can you can learn a lot about NASCAR and NASCAR history. Yeah, that's one of the things I wish Panini would kind of step up their game on the backs. Because uh, to your point, you can learn a lot um, statistics and other cool interesting things uh from from those cards so back in the day and uh mr chad canals crew chief at first was a tire changer for jeff gordon um and so he he has a few cards there with the 1995 1995 finish line that was a, a manufacturer and it was card number 67. It was the Rainbow Warriors. That's the one to the right. And you can see the crew there behind the car. And he's the last one uh, right over close to Jeff's shoulder with Ray Everham. So uh, he learned, I guess, a few things from Ray Everham and uh, went on to become the juggernaut crew chief of uh, Jimmy Johnson. But so in the finish line, there's only uh, – Two parallels. There's a silver version and a printer's proof numbered at a three or print run of 398. And then there's that large tall boy card. That's from the 1995 Press Pass Optima XL. Uh, I guess for extra large. And that's card number 37. They did a little subset in that 1995 Optima XL with the Rainbow Warriors as well. So the Rainbow Warriors were a a big big thing back in the the 90s there and yes and it's got a few parallels it's got the regular base version a cool blue so the instead of gold uh foil it has cool blue and that was at a retail there was a red hot foil that was hobby only and then the die cut uh was only a print run of 360s of each yeah, I got to find me one of those die cuts. Yeah, those I I, I looked at. I don't know how maybe it was last year looking for some of those, and they're kind of tough. Yeah, I think you know, they're they're just like any other tough card. They're in collections, and they're going to stay there for a while. Exactly, and 
So he went on to become Jimmy Johnson's crew chief, and uh, you know they, those two were a deadly combination. No doubt for for everybody else. You know, and now Chad's a deadly combination since he's now over the all the teams, <laughs> making them all better. So yeah, so congrats yeah. to him. And then the last of the three, uh, Mr. Seven Time, Jimmy Johnson. We've talked about some of his stuff before, and his rookies were in two thousand. He was in the Max. Uh, this is the one to the right there. And also Maximum. Yep. Card number 38. That's the one in the middle. And there's a couple of parallels to that. There's a, a, a die cut number to 250. And then there's an uh, MPH. I don't remember how if that was die or if that was die cut with more die cut. And that's 92. There's a signatures. Autograph in 2000 maximum, and then also the Young Lions, which is one that I uh, mean Logan really like. <clears throat> Those Young Lions were one per box, and I think there were like nine to a nine to that insert set. I'm trying to remember, I, I I don't honestly remember what what the uh, amount of cars were in the set, but uh, there are a lot of great Young Lions in there. You've got uh, Matt Kenseth in there. You've got Kevin Harvick. You've got Adam Petty. So that's a great little insert set. Yeah, and again, you only got one of those uh, per box. So they are kind of tough. And like yeah, you said, there's some great, great young lines in there. Yeah, and they're tougher to grade, too, because if you look at the die cut, you got all those little bitty points and things that could get bent and damaged and dented and makes grading really tough. Yeah, a lot of die cutting going on back in the day. Indeed. Because I was thinking of the maximum, all the three-star, the different generals, whatever, and it's all die cut and then more die cut on top of the die cut. So, And then <clears throat> also some more of the Jimmy Johnsons there. Uh, to the, Let's start to the left. That was the upper deck racing, card number 38. And then you had SP Authentic. So in SP Authentic, he had I don't know, maybe a we want to say a base card. That's the one in the middle. That's the more iconic, I think, only because the other one's a little tougher to find because it's, I guess you would say, a, a short print, and <clears throat> those were numbered. I uh, think at a different different levels, but the higher of the ones were like twenty five hundred. So it's kind of like the two thousand SP Authentic football, with like with the Tom Brady where. Um, there were only a few a box, and they were serial numbered. So part there's a kind of a base set, and then um, the rest of the set is a little harder to put together because of the short prints. Yeah, but that's a cool card to get, and it's it, it grades kind of tough as well, especially with that blue border or you know blue on the side on the left. Exactly, and then of course there's the 2000 SP Authentic Sign of the Times. You have the base sign of the times, and of course, that's that white card with you know a lot of space there for the autograph. And uh, Jimmy sign, you know, like full full name. And then there's also a, I think, a gold version number, a serial number to twenty five. I don't know that I've ever seen one of those bad boys. No, that, you say that's that, I don't a, think, that's a heck of a card. 
Yeah, so you have he has two autos, the maximum and the SP authentic in his rookie year. And they've started to get a little bit of traction. So they're not crazy expensive, probably between a hundred and what a hundred and a quarter, maybe. I mean, for a seven-time champion, my God, I mean, those things are completely undervalued. You know, and you look at all the hype on the F1, and then you go to look at NASCAR. I mean, you know, Lewis Hamilton is a, is what a seven-time champion, and look at his stuff versus you know Jeff, not, not Jeff, but Jimmy and Dale Earnhardt Sr. and Richard Petty. I mean, come on. Yeah, and uh, you know, I know you're sitting down, but that card's going to be 24 years old. Big nib you, boy. I'm going to hit so, you with my walker. <laughs> so you got a, uh, a rookie autograph of a seven-time champion for, like I said, 100, 125. Uh, that, and that's one of the reasons I love love NASCAR. You can pick those up. So, for And it's not breaking the bank. You're, you're not really going to break the bank with much of anything until you start dabbling around with some of the STP cards, I think. And, and then maybe some of these one-of-ones. But other than that, I mean – you, as we've talked about it before in the past, you know, NASCAR trading cards are highly, highly collectible. They're highly affordable. It's, it's so much fun. Well, yeah. So, you know, just for an example, the the one on the right, that short print, I think that nine I picked up what I say was like 25 or $30 graded and a nine. I mean, you can't beat that. God, no. So, I mean, that thing's out of 2,500, man. I mean, I know that sounds like a lot today. I mean, because you have these cards that are out of, you know, 199, 50, 25, whatever. But still, I mean, that that's a tough card. Yeah. Also, rookie of a seven-time champ. So, anyway, um, those are the Jimmy Johnson rookies. So, again, like you say, congratulations to those three. They'll be enshrined this weekend. So, a lot of a lot of stuff happening here in Charlotte this week. Um, NASCAR had their production days and, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons Logan came as well as visiting some other uh, areas and shops in Charlotte. But, you know, we'll have to talk about that uh, another day. But uh, do, do we did go to uh, Randleman today and uh, just kind of dropped in the, uh, and we talked about it before. If you haven't already done some TTM through the mail autograph request, make sure you send two items to Richard Petty Museum. You can check out their web address, uh, their website, and there's an autograph request, and it'll tell you everything you need to know. But to send those out, and Richard will sign those, and you get them pretty quick, maybe a couple weeks max. Within within two weeks, easily. Yeah, so he's always going to the museum to, to sign stuff and not really fall behind. And um, so we went there today. I just had a feeling that he might be there today with everything going on uh, with the Hall of Fame and stuff later on. So it probably made sense for him to pop in there today before things got busy with the Hall of Fame and stuff. So, and you, we got the kind of the first of those petty 75th anniversaries. Mm -hmm. uh, so you picked up one of those and I know that'll look great at your house. Um, so that was really nice. And uh, we had a feeling that he might be there. And of course, you know, with uh, the King NASCAR here, uh, we'll have to show you guys this one here. So 
Uh, we got to get a good good picture here with uh, the king, so it was always great to see him. Yeah, he was he was looking good. I asked him how he was doing. He said he's feeling fine. I said that's good to hear. And uh, I patted him on the back and shook <laughs> his hand. And you know, uh, as you guys know, he's my hero, and I was uh, absolutely in heaven. It's not my first time to meet the king, but I mean, every time you meet him, it's it's so special. I mean, I, I the words escape me on how I feel about meeting him. Yeah, I, you know, I've met him a few times. It was always an honor, and the museum is awesome, and everything is signed in there. And uh, if you want an autograph, that's the place to go. Uh, they had old postcards. <laughs> we saw those. And those were all original from the, well, I guess what, seventies and eighties. Yeah, from the yeah from the seventies and eighties. There's original postcards in there you can buy that are autographed by the king. They're in mint shape, uh, and I, you know, I don't remember the prices, but I mean, if you visit were, there, it's, maybe, you're, but maybe you're less. I don't know, but yeah, but it, everything, the, the, the signs, there's not that, you know, is that kind of sign. There's all kinds of, there's the signs that are the regular petty garage. And then there's like ones that looked aged. And, and yeah, of course he signed this too. A little bit, yeah. I was going to say, turn that a little bit. There you go. There it shows up really nice. It's a, a great autograph. And again, if you send them two cards or some stuff through the mail, as long as you include a self-addressed stamp down below or include postage, if you're sending cars or whatever it is, uh, I don't do the die cast through the mail, whatever, but um, he'll, he'll sign it. And then they have stuff there. I think like everything was signed, everything but the shirts. I think their hats were all signed. Everything was signed. Uh, you know, Val and I both left cards with a self-addressed stamped envelope for him to send back there. So she'll get uh, Bonnie, the lady there who's in charge of the museum, she'll get them signed and they'll come back. We'll probably have them in, I'd say, about 10 days to two weeks. So it was cool. I just wanted to meet him again and shake his hand because we had heard he was there. In fact, when we went there, uh, we had heard from Justin Channels, if you watched that episode where he met the king, uh, that he has a black truck. And we looked outside and, oh, my God, there's the black truck out there. It's a black Dodge truck that he actually we found out he brought it from Wyoming to here. He's going to get a new truck. Apparently, he's probably going to get a Toyota Tundra from what we heard. But this truck had a blue pinstripe. It was petty blue. So I told Val, I said, I think he's here. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's here. So I'm like walking around the complex trying to find him. And Val, he's smart. He figured out where he was. <laughs> and while I'm out there just goofing around, he was back in uh, the office with his daughter and he was signing that sign and a bunch of other things. And according to what we heard, there's going to be all kinds of really cool uh, memorabilia and souvenirs for the 75th anniversary of Petty Enterprises or Petty Racing. Yeah. And if you're in that area or you go, you know, by Greensboro or Charlotte, <clears throat> I think it was what an hour from Charlotte. Um, you know, we had gone a few years ago when it was in the other location, but now, uh, you have the museum and then you have another area that had, uh, memorabilia from, uh, Kyle and Adam Petty, the Petty garage was there and, mm -hmm. uh, we saw Dale Inman talk to him for a little bit. We did. So, so, uh, that was an extra bonus. And we also saw. Uh, which is now a historical site, the original Petty Garage where uh, Lee Petty worked on his cars and 
Richard won his first championship in 1964 working out of that little garage. That was pretty impressive. And it's itty bitty. I mean, I've, I've been in bathrooms bigger than that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it, it was uh, it was interesting. So, uh, again, I can't say enough if you're in the area to, to check it out. And uh, if you're a pity fan at all, so. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's just soaked in in history there. It, it just the cars the driver suits, the trophies, the memorabilia. And, you know, he also collects things. He collects pocket watches and guns, and he's got all of that displayed there as well, part of all his collection. And it's just an amazing place to go. If you, if you haven't been, you live anywhere close, you got to go. The trophies, some of the trophies look like they were brand new. Lee's trophy, championship trophies, his championship trophies, uh, there was a few areas, I guess, from the artifacts that they had for Richard, Lee, Maurice, and Dale Inman. I remember, uh, like, maybe it was Richard Petty's boots and Maurice's awards, uh, his crew chief, or maybe it was a mechanic uh, trophy. And, the, you know, there was other stuff for the other folks. And the other one I think that stuck out was the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Some of the voting books. And the shovel that they used, I think, to, um, you know, do the first first shovel full of dirt, whatever, when they had the ribbon cutting to op to uh, to build that site. So mm -hmm. I don't know if there's some of the things that pop to you. Well, the thing that pops to me the most probably was the 67 Belvedere. And, you know, it was, you know, as is in, in race condition. And I look inside that thing, it's like, my God, how did they drive these cars at, you know, 170, 180 miles an hour around Daytona? It was just mind-boggling to think that. But, you know, he, he ended up winning 10 races in a row and 27 overall in 1967 in that car. So, and that's when they had the Hemi and everything. So, uh, that was one of the cool things. Of course, there was a Superbird in there. Uh, one of the other things I really liked in there was the 1992 Pontiac, STP Pontiac from his last race in Atlanta and they've got that in there. And of course he, he ended up, you know, getting crashed and was on fire and he had to go get the blank fire extinguisher. <laughs> if you ever have seen the, uh, the race on ESPN, but that car, I love that car too. So, but I love everything about it. There was not near enough time for me to even look at everything the way I wanted to today, especially since I was trying to find the King, but, um, Next time I get out here, I want to probably spend a good half day, if not more, going around and reading things and, and just really soaking in all that history. Yeah, I was going to say, the mission price was $12 for, I guess we we'll say general mission, their senior rate and children's rate as well. So, um, And I totally heard forgotten, but, you know, remind me one of them that he was a drag racer. Yeah, in 1965 when they outlawed the Hemi. He went uh, drag racing, and he had the 43 Junior Plymouth. And, um, you know, he, he said that uh, the races were just not long enough for him to, to to enjoy it, so he had to get back to stock cars. So, you know, he did have the, I guess you want to call it the lost season in 1965, but, um, you know, he did return in 66, and then, you know, of course, we all know the rest is history, literally. Yeah, so he wins the championship and then goes drag racing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, NASCAR didn't want the Hemi. You know, they, they outlawed it. 
you know, because they they had like a hundred hundred uh, horsepower on all you know the four teams and all the other teams. So I guess all they were they were all pissed off. So <laughs> they outlawed it. Yeah, it was the same what cubic inch engine, but it just had more horsepower. It's I think it was I think it was at least a hundred horsepower. Is what Dale Inman said. I think. Yeah. So again, um, you know, just kind of the recap on that. So, um, so that's kind of what I guess what we've been doing. So. Uh, it's been incredible, and then we got the, the induction ceremony. To, uh, yeah, induction ceremonies tomorrow right. night. I'm, I'm planning on going there, so uh, I think Val's going to be getting ready for a card show. So I'm going to be solo. I won't have, I won't have my wingman. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll say we'll we'll uh, we'll be at the Hickory show on Saturday. It's a Saturday only in Hickory, North Carolina. Yeah, so. it's going to be cool, man. Yeah, so if uh, you guys should be able to hear this and know that we'll be in Hickory. So if, if you're in the neighborhood. Come see us. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I think that's all we have right now for, uh, I guess, we, uh, anything else before we go to King's Court? No, man, I think it's time to ru run that uh, beautiful bean footage. All right. Alrighty then. I had a fun time doing King's Court remotely this week, but I, I did knock it out. And we are going to start with our honorable mention number one. This was on the 13th of January. It's a 2022 Panini National Treasures Kevin Harvick Ford Jumbo Book Patch 101 Auto. They were asking, that's a cool patch, man. They're asking 250, excuse me, $500 for this, and it went for $250. Oh man, that's good. I think that's a pretty good price uh, for one of one. And you know, there's going to be you know that's a crossover collectible. You know, you've got the the Ford collectors, you know, the car collector kind of people, and then you've got the NASCAR collectors. So, I think that's a a good price. I think you know the price that they paid was fair. You Future know. Hall of Famer. Yep, he he will definitely uh, <laughs> in two years he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, honorable mention number two. This was also on the 13th of January. It's a 2005 Futera Grand Prix F1 set. Plus, it includes a PSA 9 Rossi and Rakanen rookie card, it says. Now, they were asking $375 for this set. Guess what? Somebody went click, and they bought it for $375 which I think actually they did very good on that. Yeah. I can't remember how many cards are in that set, but you do not see complete sets. Oh, you don't see this in complete sets. Uh, I just, I thought it was amazing. And I love, I love the way these cards look, you know, they've got the, the close up portrait shots and then they've got, you know, kind of a, another shot kind of blurred in the background with a different color. I just like the way they look. They're they're kind of clean. Um, you know, they're not they're not gaudy. There's not a lot of shininess. They're just nice looking cars. Just showing. Yeah, I think somebody did quite well picking that up for three seventy five. And apparently that somebody thought that price was too low, and I thought it was too. And that's what probably why somebody went click and bought it. Yeah, Andretti. Yeah, it's it's awesome, man. You got a lot of past champions in there. 
Yeah, it's uh, Schumacher. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There's the graded cards. It's a nine. You got Rossi and Schumacher. And Kimi Raikkonen. As a nine, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man, those are. <laughs> I think I think whoever got did, got a great deal. If I again, I know I've said this a lot here lately, but if I had the money and I had seen that, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda, I'd have bought it. So that's how good of a deal I think that it is. Yeah, I that's the I don't don't remember any other 2005 sets I've ever seen. So no, I, I, this is the first one I can remember. That's that's why I had it as my honorable mention. Very nice. All right, All right. cool man. All right, so next up's our Joker of the Week. This was on the 11th of January. It's 2013 Sport Kings Vintage Paper Cuts, one of one, Juan Manuel Fangio. It's a BGS 9.5. They were asking $695 for this, and it ended up going for $300. That's the best offer. I think uh, somebody stole this one, too, because, uh, you know, Juan Manuel Fangio he has a higher winning percentage than um, Lewis Hamilton. I think he's, he's, he won like 40 some odd percent, maybe 42, 43% of the races versus, you know, Lewis Hamilton, you know, he won like, you know, in the third low thirties, I think percent, maybe 32, 33% of the races. But uh, you got to think back when he was racing, they were only racing, you know, eight, 10 races a year versus, you know, the 22 or whatever that we're running now in Formula One. So just think if he had the chance to run a lot more races, how many he would win. Because I think he is the go to Formula One. And then you follow closely probably by Lewis Hamilton. You know, And I, I had said this before in a PSA article and other things. But that's a cool auto. Uh, I, man, whoever got this, they did great. Congrats to, congrats to you guys. Yeah, how much was this again? Uh, it went for 300 bucks. Yeah, that's... That's a really nice auto. Uh, it's got a lot of characters. Cool. Yeah, it is, man. All right. All right. So next up's our Jack of the Week. This was on the 12th of January, 2023 Tops Formula One Excellenza. McLaren Oscar Piastri rookie card out of five. It says rare. Rare. But um, this thing this thing actually went up for bidding. And it, it ended up at $1,314 with 24 bids for that card. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty strong. I think it's kind of high, but, um, you know, it is McLaren. You know, I think, I'm thinking that McLaren's going to be tough this year with, uh, with Red Bull. I, I, I'm, I am going to go out, go out right now and say that I think you're going to see at least three or four wins out of McLaren. This year, and I think Lando Calrissian Norris gets his first win, and maybe even Oscar Piastri may even sneak in a win. So we'll we'll see. That's a cool card. It looks, you know, and keep in mind, you know, this card is is raw, right? It's three of five. I was just looking at this corner. It's got a penny sleeve, but the penny sleeve's been. Either cut, bent over. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at the screen. Ooh. I, I mean, I heard of some people cutting the corners of one side to be able to get the card in 
better. So yeah, I don't know about that. That, yeah. that looks yeah, that, that that's a little scary to me. And that one view, right? See, it's hard to tell here. I don't know if it's like it's been bunched up, but that right there looks like it's been cut, but then folded over or something. So I don't know about that. Anyway, uh, I digress. But that is a that's a, it's a great looking card. They did a yeah, but great it, job. That I think that was a you know wasn't a, a U.S. Uh, we didn't have access to it here. I think that was a U.K. only release. Yeah, it was. I think it was definitely a European release. So, yeah, I think that's, you know, again, you know, I'm, I'm a cheapskate, but you know, I, th I think that was a high price. But yeah. we, time will tell. I think, like I said, I think McLaren's going to have a great year this 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 season. I think I think, it, I think it's their year. Yeah, All it's right. a good looking card, though. It is. I like that orange and black on that white. So, All right, next. All right, so our Queen of the Week. This was also on the 12th of January, 2021 National Treasures. NASCAR, Haley Deegan, Danica Patrick, dual auto, numbered 13 of 15. And this card actually went out for bids as well. And it landed at $217.50 with three bids. I think it's a cool card. I totally agree. Uh, they're on a card. Uh, that blue definitely pops on that white background. And it's, it's interesting they have the... The green and the black and their fire suits. Yes. I think that's, yeah, it's it's kind of reverse. <laughs> yeah. Well, Haley's got the black and green, and then uh, Danica's got the green and black. And their name uh, is highlighted in green there on the on the card. So, but I think it's a, it was a decent price. I don't. Yeah, I think that price was, was fair. In fact, it may be a little bit low. Because you got to think, you got the the dual crossover collectors. You got the Haley collectors, and you got the Danica collectors going for this. So, right. I think it's a low price. I think it's probably because you know, we've seen other cards go for way more than this. And you know, this is probably at least a two fifty or you know three hundred dollar card at least. So it's a cool card. Congrats to whoever got it. I think think they did well. Yeah. And you know that number thirteen is also Haley's truck number. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, You're right. So there you I go. Just, she was in the one. She was in the thirteen. I can't keep track. Yep, and then she's gonna be what in the twenty-five and Bush slash. <laughs> I say Bush Xfinity. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's keep moving. All right, next up's our King of the Week. Ooh. Long live the King. This is on the eleventh of January. It's a twenty twenty Tops Chrome number one sixty six F one Lando Calrissian Norris number four of five red refractor sapphire. It's a one of one. And it's a pretty cool card. You know, and I don't think Lando Calrissian and Norris has ever been our king of the week. But they were asking $1,798.99 for this card. And they accepted the best offer of $1,099.99 for this card. So basically $1,100 for this card. So what do you think? Uh, that's kind of not my playground. But it, it I like it's a nine. And it's got some, it's got color all the way to the edges. So uh, it must look really nice in person, you know, with the foil and that red and the dark black and, and you know, and stuff in the corner. So again, it's not something that I would um, 
be interested in, but I, it's a nice car. I mean, I, I guess I can appreciate the, the price here because we're talking about four out of five. It's a 2020. It's got the rookie badge I, I see down here in the corner. And uh, uh, it's, it's pretty nice. It's like a red the uh, fire, so. Yeah, yeah, it does because I was getting ready to just re getting ready to say that very thing. It looks like it's fire in the background, so it's uh, it, you've definitely got some hashtag slide fire going on there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and again, be a PSA nine. We know how uh, those chromes are, so. Oh yeah, and I think he's going to win his first race this year. I, you know, so we'll we'll see. We'll see what yeah, happens. I think it was a few episodes ago we talked about Lando, and I think maybe it was his autograph, and it was like four five hundred dollars. I remember, and I'm like, you know, that's. It's not something I, I it's kind of out of my range, but I think that's actually a good deal considering what's going on. I think, mm -hmm. um, you know, we're, we're somewhat speculating that he's going to win a race or two and, uh, you know, take some of those wins away from Max. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I think this, I think we're going to see a little bit more parody this year in Formula One. And I'm really hoping so because, you know, I, I don't have anything against Max, but my gosh, every week. <laughs> We're talking about race winners, and it's Max Verstappen. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just want to see some new blood. I throw out the the numbers. I re remember uh, Red Bull won ninety five, ninety six percent of their total races. They all they won yeah. all but one, and Max himself won. I think it was eighty six, eighty seven percent of the races. So uh, I'm I'm hoping for a little more parity here. So definitely. Or uh, our racing recap for F1 is going to be um, pretty repetitive. Same song, different verse. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. All right. Next up, Ace of the Week, which is our one of one. This was on the 15th of January. Check this out. It's a 2019 Panini Victory Lane Richard Petty printing plate. And it's a one of one. A lot of one of ones this week. And it's uh, card number 99. And of course, as you can see, it's graded by PSA. And you got to think that, you know, these printing plates, they get scratched and things. They are metal, so they are kind of tough to grade. But uh, this one ended up at $500 with one bid. Wow. So that's pretty cool. And it's the yellow printing plate. So I think that's pretty cool. I, you know, of course, you know me and Richard Petty. I, I, I'm always digging stuff like this, but uh, it's, like I said, it's only a, it's only a PSA. I think the description says PSA. Actually, PSA. This is no, PSA. No, they. Hey, they've changed it because because we cut and pasted that out, and it was PSA nine, and they took that out. And it's a. It's actually a PSA eight. You can't modify after the auction ends, I don't think. Well, something happened. That's weird. But anyway, it is a PSA 8, and it went for 500 bucks. So I, I'm probably going to derail here the conversation, but I'm looking at this card here, and the area below that card, all that gray, that's like screaming that I got to crack this out and have Richard sign down there. Hey, you better believe it. Hey, you, would you agree with that? Yes, I'm definitely the, crack this bad boy out plates? and get Richard to sign it. Of course, hard getting him to kind of keep it down to the low. It'd be all over yeah, because you really can't. I mean, you can you can ask for anything you want, but he's going to do what he wants because you know he's a king, and you know what he's earned that right. He can do what he wants. But that would be cool uh, autograph down there. So anyway, that that's one you would have to take in person, I think. Oh 
Yes. And de- and then, then ask him if he wouldn't mind signing it on the bottom. And, and he would. He's he's cool. I mean, we've met him a bunch of times. He's always been like the best. Yeah, you might actually get a story about that car. Yeah. All right. All right. So lastly, our Royal Flush of the Week. This was on the 11th of January. 2020 Tops Chrome F1 Lewis Hamilton Gold Wave Refractor. Number 32 of 50. It's a BGS 8.5. It's Of course, it's card number one. And I think this is the short print, right, Val? I don't know. Or is it not? No, it's not. I think it was him sitting as the... Yeah, him sitting as the short print. So, yeah, this is the regular card. But um, (laughs) they were asking... You know, to me, this is kind of a pie in the sky number. They were asking $8,049.95 for this, and they accepted the best offer of $4,500 for this card. Wow. But, you know, we love gold. So that's a pretty cool-looking card. It is an 8.5, and we all know the manufacturing difficulties at Top's Head with this product. So, yeah, yeah, the edges, edges hurt it with a seven and a half because I think the highest it can be is like one point over the lowest score or something, if I remember right. So, uh, so it's, it's, there, there is, there is some kind of algorithm they use to, to calculate the, the final grade based on all the other criteria. Because if, if I'm looking at it right, corners and centering were nine and a half, surface was eight and a half, and the edges heard it with 7.5. So, yeah, I don't know if there's any chipping or you know what's really going on with that card, but I bet whoever pulled it was very excited when they pulled that one. <laughs> I know it's I a, would be. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome with that gold with that black suit. It kind of it, it pops big time. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the orange cards and it's the gold cards that I think are really the best-looking cards out of the Topps Chrome F1. Yeah. I was just thinking of 2020, and these are numbered. Uh, this is card number one. This is a good one. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, of course, if this was a couple years ago, that card probably would have been you know, five times the price it, <laughs> it is now, but uh, eight thousand dollars. That's eight thousand forty nine dollars. Actually, excuse me, oh, forty five hundred dollars yeah, is, 4, is pretty strong for that card, I think. But again, um, you know, congrats to whoever got it because you know it's a, it's a, it's it's a great looking card, I think. Yeah, I was trying to think of what boxes going for now after like two or three grand. Wow! If we only knew now. What we didn't know then. <laughs> yeah. So well, you're probably better off just buying the card. Yeah. You know, the, and you know, we talked about it earlier, going back to Prime. That's kind of what I'm going to do. I'm going to find the purple cards that I like and just buy those instead of buying the first off the line box. As much as I would like to have one, um, I'm just going to pick and choose which ones I want. Gotcha. So, so that's it for this week's Kings Court. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking, the boxes are two, uh, basically two grand now. Wow, impressive. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, 
Thank you, sir. Yep, you're welcome. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Okay. Well, all right. Um, anything else? All right. I guess he says, hmm, I don't know. All right. Well, I guess um, for me and Logan, uh, we appreciate you guys um, watch, watching the show. And uh, next week, we're going to do, we're going to have Michon from Penny America. I can't wait for him to get back. So uh, <laughs> I guess we can't do this when you're back in Tennessee. So. Yeah, well, we're going to have Misha on. Um, we'll probably talk more about the NASCAR production days, talk about our, our adventures here in North Carolina that we've had this week. Maybe, maybe what, uh, what, you, what you find at the show, at the Hickory Show. And, what? yeah, we've got things that have yet to be, yet to be. Because, well, you know, you're in racing country here, so. So we got one more quick thing we need to talk about. Racing Card Hall of Fame. Yes. So... Voting for the Racing Card Hall of Fame is ongoing. The website is bit.ly/rchof/ballot, and I know Val's got a graphic he's going to show here in a second. Password again is rchof, all caps. There you go. And like I said, voting is ongoing. It's going to be going to the third of February, so we're about at the halfway point. So we got the cross crossed flags going on right now. But uh, if you haven't voted, go out there and vote. Some of the cards that we thought would be on top, I think, are on top. Uh, there are a few little surprises. So uh, make well, your vote counts. Hard. Yeah, every vote counts, right? It does. It, it really does. So, again, a uh, list of 40 entries, and you're allowed to select 10. And uh, please limit to uh, voting only once. What else do I want to say about it? Yeah, so it yeah. ends at the end of the month, and this is going to be the inaugural selection. So, yes, this is going to be the inaugural class of the Racing Card Hall of Fame, and we will be doing doing this again next year, and it'll be ongoing for uh, for as long as we can. Sounds good. So, so that's I think that's about it for this week. I mean, you know, hashtag skid marks, hashtag slide fire, and tie freaking gives. Yeah. Hashtag RCHOF. Definitely. So again, for me and Logan, thanks for watching and we will catch you next week. We're out of here. <laughs>